You're listening to Creatively Human with honest conversations about what matters to us and how it really feels to build an online business, put our work out into the world and make an impact in our own unique way. I'm your host, Ruth Poundwhite, business mentor to heart-led creatives. Hi, and welcome to season three of Creatively Human. Season three, that sounds so amazing. I'm actually still trying to figure out the best way to celebrate the one year anniversary on October the 10th, so let me know if you have any ideas. Anyway, today's episode is all about journaling. Now, if you're not into journaling, please do hear me out because there are lots and lots of ways to do it, which I go into in this episode. Plus, it's also a bit about just getting in touch with your intuition as a business owner. Um, Honestly, I feel that getting in touch with intuition makes all the difference and it has made all the difference to my own business, especially in the past few months. I've really gone sort of deep into this stuff and it really does work. Anyway, before we jump in, I wanted to let you know that I've just opened the doors to my completely revamped program, Clarify Your Big Picture Business Kit. It's more than just a course. It's an entire kit of exercises, tools and personal insights to help you step out of the busy work and uplevel your business. It includes my seven step framework for having a game changing business meeting with yourself, plus loads of extras too. I've been working on it over the last couple of months and I am honestly so excited to share it with you. The exercises really do work and I know that because I use them in my own business and I've been using these exercises and tweaking the way I do it for many, many years now and I feel like what I've put together for you now is just, it's so time-saving and it's so powerful. I always come up with like really powerful insights and money-making ideas when I go through this process. Anyway, It is a self-paced course, but I'm actually adding a live round starting September the 16th, so you can benefit from an early bird price this week only. All the info is at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash clarify. And if you're following me on social media, you'll know that I had very grand plans for the start of September. Everything I wanted to get done, my wall planners were up on the wall, I was ready to hit the ground running, and then my one-year-old got sick and I have barely been able to do anything all week. So thank goodness I actually have one of these big picture business meetings with myself booked in for myself already because actually I tend to get a bit anxious in these kind of times when I feel like I'm kind of losing control and having that meeting books in booked in makes all the difference. Anyway, the early bird is available this week. Let me know if you have any questions. You can email me at hi at ruthpoundwhite.com and the link again is ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash clarify. I know you're going to love it. If you want to hear a bit more about the whole process of having a business meeting with myself, I did actually record an episode on this back in January. It was all about setting yourself up for a good year. And that was season one, episode 16 of the podcast. And I'll put a link to that one in the show notes. It's a solo episode from me and I talk about goal setting, planning, prioritizing and having these business meetings with yourself when you work on rather than just in the business. So yeah, I go into it way more in that episode. Okay, next thing before we dive in, I wanted to ask you for a massive favour. Like I said, it's the one year anniversary of the podcast in October, and I've set myself a huge goal of reaching 100 reviews by that time. So please, 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 can you leave me a review on iTunes? You can do it in the podcast app, you can do it on your desktop computer from the iTunes app. And yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has been leaving me reviews so far because I know I've been asking a lot. But at the moment, I'm only at 30 something reviews. I appreciate each and every one of them. But of course, that's a big goal I've set myself. So yeah, if you can help me, I really, really appreciate it. Anyway, on to the episode. 
Today, I wanted to talk about something that I do a lot behind the scenes of my business, but I don't always talk about, and that is journaling. Journaling is something I've done in some form since I was a child, and now as an adult and for my business, it can really kickstart my creativity. It can help me when I'm feeling overwhelmed and I've got too much going on in my head. It helps me come up with new ideas and it's also really good for my mental health and noticing common thought patterns and moods. And honestly, I suppose the number one way I use journaling in my business is to help me make decisions because I think I've said this before, but I find making decisions quite hard. And I've learned over the course of running my business for all this time that if I can just make a decision, I can often save myself a lot of time and stress and overwhelm. But the problem is I'll often go back and forth between decisions all the time. So journaling actually really helps me with that. So this episode is going to be an overview of how I personally journal, some of the tools I use. I'm going to give you a few journaling prompts that I have found helpful for me in the past when I've been stuck on something in my business. And I'm also going to talk about a few less mainstream ways of accessing sort of ideas and intuition. To be honest, it's a bit woo, but actually, I think woo is actually becoming more mainstream. So there you go. I'm going to talk about that as well. So I first started journaling, I suppose, in the form of a diary when I was a child, but that is not the kind of journaling that I'm talking about now. The kind of journaling I'm talking about is more free writing, just seeing what comes up, putting your pen to paper and just writing whatever comes into your head in that moment. And I was first introduced to this style of writing thanks to a book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. I first read this and I've got to be honest, I didn't actually read the whole book. I literally only read the section about journaling. Um, I read this back in probably 2008, I think. I had just finished university and I was writing a lot. This was just probably just before I started doing paid freelance writing. I had a blog and I knew that I wanted to write in some capacity. I didn't know if I wanted to do it for a job or how I wanted to do it, but I was really putting a lot of time into my creative pursuits because I couldn't find a job and I hadn't yet started doing the paid work. So I had all this free time, which just that seems like a lifetime ago now that I have my toddler. But anyway, I had all this free time and I came across the idea of morning pages in this book, The Artist's Way, which is all about like accessing your creativity and letting go of blocks and things. Um, So I decided to give it a go. And the idea behind morning pages is that every single day when you first wake up, you will just get out a pen and paper and you'll write three pages. And it's sort of like a habit that's supposed to help you uncover your blocks and sort of kickstart your creativity. And it's not that you're writing anything that you're actually going to use in any sort of finished way. You're literally just writing whatever comes into your head. And a lot of people have resistance to this, but actually it's pretty easy because if you can't think of anything to write, you literally just write, I can't think of anything to write. Um, I actually found that I rarely ever had nothing to write. I usually had all sorts of things come up that I never expected. So things that you're worrying about, things you've got to do, ideas you've got, it all comes out. And it's really interesting to see how when you actually write with pen and paper, all these thoughts come up that you may not have been aware of. And that's actually the beauty of journaling. But I'm going to get to that a bit more in a minute. 
So yeah, these morning pages, it's also called free writing and it basically means you're writing with no specific goal in mind. You're not necessarily writing on any specific topic. You're letting the words spill out without pausing. There's not really any rules and... Like I said, if you can't think of anything, you literally just write, you can't think of anything, and usually your brain will have something pop up that you can then write about. One of the beauties of free writing or morning pages is that you just don't edit yourself as you write, you just write. There is no judgment, there is no goal in mind, there is no there is no end purpose of doing the journaling except for the process itself. Like the beauty of doing it is in the actual process. So you don't need to worry about spelling, grammar, what you're writing, how well you're writing it, all that matters is that you just write your thoughts and no one else is ever going to read them. So that's how I started and I did it for quite a long time and I loved it to be honest but it's just one of those habits that you fall out of for whatever reason. I found that free writing for me at the beginning of each day really helped with my productivity. I suppose it's sort of like a way of clearing out your head so that when you do start your actual work, it's sort of clear of all the junk and you can just focus on what you really want to do. And it's especially useful when you're in those times when you're feeling blocked, like you don't have any ideas or you think your ideas aren't good enough because of the fact that you're writing in a way that you don't edit yourself as you go. It can sort of get those cogs turning in your head and make it feel a bit more free so that you can actually get on with what you want to do. I don't know about you, but sometimes I have an issue where I just don't start because I'm afraid that what I want to say isn't good enough or that it's all been said before or whatever all those kind of excuses and usually if I just free write it gets all that out of my head and I feel a lot more able to just get going. I also think it's a bit meditative and I was actually looking this up to see if there was any sort of science behind that thought and there is which is pretty cool. I have actually used meditation as a way to kind of improve my mental health and well-being and stress levels and stuff and I've found that journaling probably has similar sorts of benefits for me. And there's a kind of link between the way I feel when I meditate and when I journal is that I'm able to sort of detach from my thoughts a bit better. So when you meditate, I guess it's uh, mindfulness meditation is when you're kind of noticing thoughts without letting them take hold. You're not having to make yourself have no thoughts. You just allow yourself to be still and to notice when a thought comes into your head and then to let it pass through again. Obviously with journaling, you are exploring your thoughts more in a way and it's not quite the same as just letting them go in meditation. But I do think it helps me notice exactly what I'm thinking because it might sound weird, but sometimes I think that I'm thinking one thing and when I actually get journaling, it's actually something else and it helps me notice it and think, oh, that makes sense and sort of detach from the perhaps negative emotions associated with that. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, it's quite meditative for me. And when I look this up to see if there's any science behind it, apparently there have been um, quite a lot of research studies done about therapeutic writing. And therapeutic writing is, I guess it's a specific type of journaling. And it's about sort of writing about your emotions and feelings and stuff. And these studies showed that it helps with your overall sense of well-being. It can help with depression and stress. Some studies even showed that it helped with um, physical health, which I just think is amazing. And it helps with your memory and it can help with your mental health as well. So I just think that's 
really cool. So yeah, after a while of doing morning pages, I would I would kind of get in the habit of doing them and then I'd fall off the wagon and then I'd get back in the habit of doing them again. Um, after a little while, I found a website called 750 Words. The website is 750words.com. And it's basically a really simple website, but it encourages you to stick to your morning pages every day by giving you, it's sort of like the gamified version of it. So it gives you little um, badges for how many you've done. It gives you gives you statistics about uh, how much you've written, how quickly you've written and all of this. And I actually found that when I used that, it did encourage me, it encouraged me because I really wanted to like build up a streak. I didn't want to break the streak Um and it also showed me how quickly I could do it and sometimes showed me how distracted I was. And I always found that the benefits were much better if I could just focus on that, like single tasking, no multitasking. And I could get it done quite quickly because, like I said, you're not editing or writing for any specific purpose. Um, and I did enjoy doing that. But when I fell off the wagon and actually did break my streak, then I kind of gave up. But it, it's a useful website to look into if you want some sort of motivation to stick at it. Nowadays, I actually do most journaling just in my notebook on whatever I feel like at the time. And I'll talk a bit more about that in a minute. And the other thing I use is the positive planner, which is um, it's a daily planner slash journal to help with your mental health. So it has sections in it about sort of what you want to get done that day, but also about your feelings. And it has one page for the beginning of the day and one page for the end of the day. And it's so quick to do, but I found that doing it at the beginning and end of the day is so, so powerful because you can think about how you felt that day or what you've achieved that day and you can perhaps link it into something that's going on in your life. It also has a mood tracker at the back, although I'm really bad at remembering to use it, but the actual morning and evening journal pages have been really useful for me. So for example, one thing I learned through journaling in the Positive Planner was that I often equate how good my day has been with how successful I've been, which I really don't want to think like that in my life. Like my worth is not tied up in my productivity. Um, I would also start to notice patterns about how I felt about the day and how much sleep I had. And obviously sleep when you've got a young child is a big deal. And that really helped me to sort of be kinder to myself and think it's fine that I didn't get that much done today. I'm actually quite tired. Um, it also helped me set positive intentions at the start of the day. So it just helps me be a little bit more intentional about what I'm up to that day. So yeah, I really recommend that planner. And I don't do it religiously every day. In fact, at this time, ironically, when I'm recording this episode about journaling, I haven't done it for a while, but it's something I dip in and out of. But I always feel really good when I do make the effort to do it. And like I said, it only takes a couple of minutes. Like it's so quick. It's just one of those things that's actually really good for you. And you could do it really easily, but you just don't do it. It's like all of these healthy things we just don't do it sometimes but yeah I really recommend that so the link between journaling and business all of that sounds really good for like mental health and well-being and stuff but how does this help you with your business well obviously it helps you because when you're happier you're able to do better work like that's the most obvious reason <laughs> but there's more to it than that I was actually googling it just to see what other people had said about it and it's interesting because I sort of saw journaling as quite a feminine practice. I suppose I think a lot about the traditional way of doing business and how it's often very masculine, very hustly, all of that stuff. And I thought in my head that journaling was a more sort of feminine way to go about things and more feelings based thing. But interestingly, I actually found that a lot of successful entrepreneurs and people who do 
really value, you know, productivity and stuff do use journaling as a productivity tool. So I kind of find that interesting. So people like Tim Ferriss, who's he's got a book about all these habits of, you know, the most successful entrepreneurs and stuff. And I found it really interesting to think about how, you know, journaling is used across the board. It's not just like um, it's not just a feminine thing. And when I say feminine and masculine, I don't literally just mean men and women. I just mean the sort of energy of it. If you go into that school of thought anyway. And I did mention earlier that journaling does help with my productivity. So I suppose it makes sense. But it's just interesting to know that a lot of people use it in that way. So for me, I talked about how it helps me make decisions because I find myself quite indecisive. And usually my indecisiveness isn't really because I don't know what to do or how to do things. I think my indecisiveness comes with the way I feel about what I'm doing and my fears and all of that. And that is what journaling for me is absolutely amazing for. Often I'll be like procrastinating on making a certain decision and I'll literally get out my journal. I might write at the top, why am I practicing? Why am I procrastinating on making this decision? And I usually uncover reasons that I really wasn't aware of. Like I'll go, I'll go into it thinking, oh, it's going to be this thing. And it turns out to be something else. And I don't know if that sounds a bit weird, but honestly, it's really, really true. And I really recommend you do it if you are stuck on a certain decision in your business. And if you go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter, I actually have a few journaling prompts available for you to download when you subscribe to the newsletter that will help you think deeper about your business. So if there's anything you're particularly stuck on, then I would encourage you to literally use that as your prompt. But sometimes it's also really useful to take a more broad journaling prompt to help you sort of feel more connected to your business think about why you're doing things think about what matters to you in your business and to think about where you want to go with your business so for example you might want to ask yourself what thought or feeling is holding you back right now or what should the next step be in your business or maybe ask yourself why you're delaying or procrastinating on a certain thing One of my favorites um, to look on the more positive side is to ask yourself three things that you've done well in the last day, week, month, whatever. It's also really, really good for getting into the deeper reason why you're in business in the first place. So you can just literally write out a prompt. Why do I do what I do? And then answer it and then ask, why do I believe in that? Whatever your answer was and just keep asking yourself why. It's really, really useful. And another thing I love to do is sort of write a letter to my future self. No, a letter from my future self to myself now. So think about myself one year in the future or five years in the future and write a letter to myself about what's going on in my business, how I feel about my business. That can help me get really clear on where I want to go next. I find these things are just really good for helping you get unstuck when there's something going on. Journaling is also particularly useful when you're in a phase of your business that's quite stressful and confronting in terms of how you feel about what you do and the value of the things you're putting out there. So what I mean by that is basically like a launch. If you're launching something, all the feelings are coming up all the time and it can be really easy to get overwhelmed. It can be really easy to want to hide away, especially if you're a massive introvert like me. And I've got another episode about that. If you listen uh, a couple of episodes ago, I did an, I did one about that. It's really, really useful during a launch period. It's just, it can help you connect with why you're doing what you're doing. And it can help you connect with the real value that you're bringing to your customers. When you feel like you're selling a lot, it can be really easy to want to hide because you think that you're annoying people. But if you'd like journal on that, you can get back to why people need 
what you're putting out into the world so yeah I just thought I'd mention that because it's really useful during those like more difficult times shall we say of business there's also other types of journaling that I like to do I really like to do gratitudes um this is something that I really didn't do until fairly recently actually I've always been into journaling and free writing and prompts and stuff, but I never really focused on gratitude until probably the last year. And oh man, I love it. It's so, it's so lovely. And actually that's something I often write in my positive planner at the end of a day, like something I'm grateful for. I think it might be one of the prompts in there, but yeah. So you can literally just write a list of like 10 things you're grateful for, 20 things you're grateful for. I know that some people find gratitude journaling actually quite hard, especially if they're going through a hard time. The key is to focus on literally anything. So for example, if I was writing it right now, that like some random things that come into my head is um, I'm grateful for having this podcast. I'm grateful for having this good quality microphone to record on. I'm grateful for having my computer and electricity. Like they're the basics that I could focus on if I was finding it hard to come up with other good stuff in my life. Fortunately for me, I do find it easy to come up with loads of things, even if I'm in a really bad mood. And usually if I'm in a really bad mood, the gratitude journaling does really help me out of it. So yeah, that's just another thing you could do. In terms of fitting journaling into your daily routine, like I said, the morning and evening journaling that I do sometimes literally takes a couple of minutes. But (laughs) I also mentioned how Things that are good for us and things that are quick and easy don't always feel so easy, especially when you're putting pressure on yourself. So I always say this, but be kind to yourself. Like if you find it hard or if you fall off the wagon, it's fine. But I would encourage you to try and fit it in. And my favorite way of fitting it in is just to have my journal out on my desk all the time. And this doesn't work sometimes because sometimes I'll be honest, my desk gets in an absolute state and everything gets buried or possibly left on the floor but generally I'll have it out on my desk and I even got this little clip thing so that I can attach the pen to my journal and it sounds simple but I absolutely love it it just makes it so easy it means I've always got a pen with my journal wherever it is anyway have it on my desk and when I sit down to start my work I'll do my journaling before I start my work and it takes two minutes and it just gets me into like this really relaxed peaceful mindset ready to you know start the day And if you do find it hard, I have put together a one week journaling challenge. It's really, really low commitment and it's really, really up to you how you use it. You can set yourself whatever goals, but the most basic goal of the challenge is literally just to journal every single day for a week. So that could literally be one minute of journaling. It can be really as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. So yeah, my journaling challenge is called Journal Week and it's available at journalweekchallenge.com. Or if you go on my website, ruthpoundwhite.com, you'll find it in the list of free stuff. I really recommend doing that challenge. And I do my own journal week challenge fairly regularly because I often fall off the wagon. I fall out of the habit. And when I do that challenge, it really brings me back to it. And it makes me think, oh, God, yes, this is so good for me. I really need this. And actually, last time I did it, I even got into this habit of playing the Beatles in the background every time I did it in the morning when I started my day and it was amazing because I'm a massive fan of the Beatles and music in general and music also is something that really helps me connect to my creativity and boost my mood but I don't listen to it as much as I would like because I often have the radio on or whatever so I got into the habit of listening to a different Beatles song every day doing my journaling for five minutes and it was just like the loveliest start to my day Uh, talking about it now makes me just want to do it again so I'm going to do it again I'm going to do it again anyway 
So that's sort of my journaling routine. And before I finish the episode, I also wanted to talk a bit more about a few different things I do with journaling beyond that as well. So I have recently started using angel cards and tarot cards. This is where it gets a little bit woo, but it does make sense. And I hope that you'll be on board with it. And if you're not, that's fine. But yeah, I've been using angel cards and tarot cards as a way to sort of connect with how I'm really feeling and my intuition. Um, My word for this year, 2019, is flow. And I think the reason I chose that word is because I want things to feel easier. And for me, the way that I am and my personality and stuff, I find that when I'm sort of working in tune and in flow with my intuition, things are a lot easier. And if I'm not in tune with my intuition, I find it very hard to get on with my work. So I got these angel cards a little while ago. And again, I don't do this every day, but I'll often pull an angel card and it'll give me a message and I might journal on it or I might just think about it. But it's a really good sort of starting point to getting those ideas going again. And interestingly, I have pulled up the same card a lot of times and it has been the entrepreneur card. And I think that is so cool. It's just sort of reaffirming what I'm doing, running my business. I'm on the right track. Anyway, that's a tangent. So the other thing is tarot. And when I do a tarot reading, I do a lot of journaling about it because it is more complicated than the angel card. And I didn't know anything about tarot before, but I got a set that has like an instruction booklet and I have a specific journal that I use just for that. And I do different types of readings. So sometimes I only have a few cards, but one I did recently I I can't remember I think it was 10 cards that I did and and they all helped me think about different areas of my life like my past my current issues my relationships community all of these different categories and it was really really interesting um and it all came down to money interestingly my last tarot reading anyway I won't go more into that but it's just I wanted to put it out there because it sounds really woo but I'm not like using this stuff to like predict the future or anything I'm literally using it as a way to access my intuition and the stuff that is already inside me but that I sometimes can't see and that's basically what I'm accessing when I do my free writing as well so it's all the same but it's just different ways of getting there and the last thing I wanted to mention is that I've recently started bullet journaling And interestingly I had seen all this bullet journaling craze over the internet for the last few years and I'd always thought bullet journaling is not for me like I am not creative in that way but then when I think about that it's kind of harsh like limiting my own creativity like that because it's not like I'm doing it for anyone else to see I don't have to take pretty pictures of it for Instagram I don't have to show anyone my like cool lettering or whatever because I cannot do that um So my version of bullet journaling is very, very simple. And actually, again, I bought it from the company that does the positive planner. They also do a bullet diary and it's like a weekly planner and it's also got blank pages in there. So it's it's not a completely blank, like blank slate bullet journal, but it's it's like a stepping stone towards it. And interestingly, I absolutely love it. Like I've been getting accessing all my creativity by like making different spreads and different kind of lists and tables and this is quite different to the kind of journaling I've been talking about this whole episode like I'll actually make lists of things like books I want to read books I have read and it sounds really basic but actually writing lists out like this with pen and paper I don't know it just makes me think differently and it makes me be more aware of what I'm reading more aware of what I'm doing and it just sort of gets my creativity flowing in a different way because I feel a bit sick of sitting on the computer all the time to be honest so I just think the more writing with pen and paper I do the more creative I feel and that is exactly where I want to be. 
So yeah, I guess that's it. I think I've covered everything I want to cover about journaling. I suppose if you're sceptical when it comes to journaling, then I hope that you'll try it. And uh, like I said, I've got some journaling prompts that can help you sort of make decisions or get clear on your values and why you're doing what you're doing in your business. You can get them at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter. Or you might be better off going to journalweekchallenge.com where you can sign up for my seven day journaling challenge. And then you can also get those prompts. You'll get those prompts in the first email you receive as part of that challenge. And I'd also recommend you go back and listen to the episode I did with Greta Solomon because she's basically an expert in all of this. And she talks a lot about how writing and journaling can help you clear your blocks can help you heal old emotional wounds and she also approaches it really kindly like it's not about being perfect at writing it's certainly not about spelling and grammar she's like yeah she has loads of cool exercises to help you access that more creative side of yourself as well so yeah i hope you liked it thanks for listening thank you so much for listening to another episode of creatively human If you have a moment, I'd be so grateful if you could rate and review the podcast. It really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation or ask a question for a future Q&A episode, there are three ways to connect with me. On the Facebook group, on Instagram, at Ruth Poundwhite, or my personal favourite, my behind-the-scenes newsletter. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter to subscribe. And keep doing what you're doing, because your work really does matter.